for being here with me. I hope everything is going your way. I'm Jackie Gibbons, and I focus on the heart of real estate, all things warm and fuzzy about home and real estate. You know, it doesn't matter what type of home that you live in now or what type of home that you used to live in or where. Because wherever that home was or is or whatever type of home, it was you were laying your foundation in that home. You were laying the foundation for your life, writing your life story through all of the experiences that you had there, all of the ups and downs, um, all the memories that you made there with the relationships, the families, the friends, you know, all of the good times that you had there and all the trouble that you got into. All of these things add up to you. And it informs who you are now and what's important to you now. Just like the little home where I grew up. And it really was a little home. It was three bedrooms and maybe about 1,500 square feet. And there were five of us kids plus mom and dad. So yeah, it was a, it was a small home. But while we didn't have a lot, we absolutely had enough. And at the heart of this little home was this humble kitchen. Yeah, that uh, that kitchen is what I remember most uh, because life played out, you know, in that kitchen. It was the heart of the home. Everything, everything happened there. Life happened there. Um, so you got hurt out playing and you'd go into the kitchen and mom was there. She'd kiss the boo-boo, put the Band-Aid on it and off you'd go. She cut our hair in the kitchen. She'd put the towel down on the kitchen floor, you know, set the stool right there, and we'd sit on that kitchen stool, and she'd cut our hair. And I had long hair, so she would wash my hair in the kitchen sink. She would do her ironing in the kitchen. And as kids, we would stand there in the middle of the kitchen, and she would put the pins in your dress or put the pins in your pants, kind of getting it ready to hem it up or mend it or whatever, because she kept her um, sewing machine right there on the kitchen counter. And then she would put it on the kitchen table and do all of her sewing on the kitchen table. If somebody had a, had a repair or a fix to make, you'd bring it into the kitchen because the light was better. And naturally, she'd cook all the big meals in the kitchen, of course. You don't want to forget that. Um... And as kids, you would go in there and you'd sit on the kitchen table or the kitchen counter and you'd do your homework there, do your school projects. And the phone was right there, too. And on the weekends, you would do your long distance calls to the relatives back east. And as teenagers, you know, that was the only phone. So you'd sit there at the kitchen counter talking on the phone to your friends all night long. Yeah, everything happened in the kitchen. And naturally, people would come over. You'd have your friends or your neighbors or your relatives. They'd come to visit. And you had the front room where you had the sofa. And people would sit down for a few minutes and say, hey, how you doing? You'd catch up a little bit. And then my mom would say, hey, you want a, you want a cup of coffee? So she'd go into the kitchen and get the coffee going. But people wouldn't wait. They'd follow her into the kitchen, you know, and they'd sit at the kitchen counter. They'd join her in the kitchen, um, kind of catching up and visiting. And maybe they'd make a sandwich or, you know, slice up the cake to go with the coffee. 
So they'd start having their cake, having their coffee, having their, you know, maybe a glass of iced tea, and they'd start talking and joking. and Everybody's kind of talking over each other. And we had that clock uh, radio, you know, yeah, that kitchen radio that everybody had in the 60s and 70s. Ours was on a little shelf above the kitchen counter, and they'd turn it on and start listening to the music. And everybody was talking and joking and eating and, and enjoying each other's company. It was very energetic and very lively. And this happened pretty much every weekend. And as kids, they'd want to get in on the action too. So, But we would stay apart from the adults. Maybe we'd sit over at the kitchen table, kind of playing our game um, and listening to what the adults were saying. Or we'd be on the floor playing our little games. We didn't really understand what the adults were saying most of the time. But you know what? You felt part of it. You just wanted to be close. Um, because it was a very reassuring feeling just being part of it all. And that's what that kitchen meant. It was like, it was there for you. Everything was there for you. You felt part of something and you felt nurtured and taken care of. And it really was a small, humble kitchen. I'm not joking. But the star of the, the star of this kitchen was this kind of a freestanding cooktop, a gas cooktop. And above it, you had the vent and the lighted hood. And as you're standing there, you would look out um, towards the kitchen table area, you know, the little dining area. And that opened up onto the back patio. And naturally you had the sliding glass door. So you looking out on the patio and you could see everything going on in the big backyard. And butting up to the free to the and butting up to the freestanding cooktop, you had this bar, this low bar is what we called it. Um, your little little counter where you could sit at. About three adults could sit there, or maybe four or five kids could sit there at this little low bar, is what we called it. And as you're sitting there, you could look into the kitchen and have a conversation with whoever was cooking something at the stove. And off, so you're standing at the stove and off to your left, you had the kitchen sink. And you had, of course, you had some cabinets and you had a little bit of a countertop there. And over to your right, you had a few more cabinets and, the, and a little bit more countertop and you had the double oven. And behind you, you had the space for the fridge, more cabinets, a little bit more countertop and the door going into the laundry room. So yeah, everything was handy. Everything was right there. And it, whoever was there in the kitchen was like, you were in charge. That was command central of that little home. And you could hear, pretty much hear everything that was going on in the home and everything that was going on out front and see and hear everything that was going on out in the backyard. So yeah, as kids, we felt looked after. We felt reassured, you know, mom and dad, they were there. They were watching over us. They were in the kitchen and they could see us. They could hear us. And, and it was definitely reassuring. And, you know, and my parents, they had this um, morning ritual just about every weekend, um, you know, when my dad was still there, um, they would they would get up before the sun came up and uh, they would start the pot of coffee. And then one of them would go get the morning paper. Yeah, morning paper. There was usually like an afternoon or a evening paper, too. But this was the morning paper. So they'd take the paper and they would share it sitting at the bar and having a cup of coffee, just sitting there quietly reading the paper, having their coffee, you know, like every Saturday or every Sunday morning. And they would probably turn on the radio too. Maybe they'd listen to the no maybe they'd listen to the news, or maybe if it was a Sunday, they'd have the gospel music on. 
And I'd get up, you know, not too long afterwards. Maybe the sun would come up and I'd get up and I would sit in the family room, which I could see into the kitchen from there. And I'd probably be, maybe I'd turn on TV, watch some cartoons, but more than likely I'd be sitting there drawing something because I was always drawing something. But I could see them. I could see them sitting there, you know, having their coffee um, and ha reading the paper there and kind of be part of that morning ritual. And it was pretty much always the same. Maybe they'd have, they'd sit there for a long time. They'd probably go through two or three pots of coffee. And my dad, he would, you know, every time he turned the page, he could, he would hum like a little tune, kind of like the same couple of notes as he turned the page. And my mom, she would wet her finger and turn the page. It's like a very reassuring um, morning ritual to me, and I can, and I can kind of see that right now. And every night we left on that kitchen light, and that was okay. That was okay to leave the kitchen light on all night long, because the day began and ended in the kitchen. And you know, as a kid, you'd maybe you'd have a bad dream. Or maybe you're just a little bit restless and you'd get up in the middle of the night and you'd kind of wander into the kitchen because you knew the light was on. And, you know, maybe you were going there for a snack or something, or maybe you just wanted to stand there. That's kind of what I would do. I would just go into the kitchen, maybe open the fridge door, maybe just close it and just be reassured knowing, you know, hey, the light's on, everything is good. It was almost like touching home base. It just felt good knowing the light was on and, hey, my mom and dad, they're going to be up soon and everything's going to be okay. So I can go back to bed feeling reassured. You know, and yeah, now that kitchen light, it's no longer on. You know, it's been, I haven't lived there since the late 70s, but that kitchen light is still on inside of me. You know, and I've wanted to recreate that vibe, you know, for my own family. I wanted to make them feel reassured. I wanted to make them feel like, hey, you can come to me and, you know, I'm here for you. Whatever you need, I'm here for you. I might not be able to fix everything, but I'm here for you. But that whole idea was challenged not too long ago when I had to stay in a temporary residence for a couple of months. I was in between homes and so I had to rent this small, tiny, furnished place. Um, and it, and I didn't have any of my stuff with me, just my personal belongings, basically my clothes. And it all would have worked out just fine, except for the fact that it was over the holidays. And as the mom, you know, everybody comes over to mom's place for the holidays to enjoy their traditional meal, see all the decorations, see all the special traditional holiday plates. You know, in my mind, you know, that's what it was all about, you know, having all of this traditional stuff. OK, and if that wasn't going to happen in my mind, I was thinking, oh, my God, it's not going to work out. It's going to be just awful. What am I going to do? You know, but everybody came over anyway. You know, my kids, they came over anyway, and it was just fine. Of course, it was just fine, okay? You know, even though it was a little upside down, a little discombobulated, you know, um, it, I, honestly, it created some of the best memories ever. You know, and I learned a lot from that experience. Um, and I do think that we need to get 
put into these uncomfortable situations every once in a while so that we are forced to see things differently. And that's exactly what happened to me. Um, I, I learned that, you know, that kitchen light um, that I was talking about, I carry that within me. Okay, that little warm, nurturing glow, you know, that's me, and, you know, and I don't need all of that stuff to make everybody feel welcome, to make my kids feel like, hey, you're safe, you know, I'm here for you, whatever you need, you know, I can make it better if at all possible. Um, and you'd think I would already know that, but obviously I didn't, <laughs> you know, and like I said, I learned that I have that with me. And honestly, that kitchen light represents, um, you know, what my mom was doing. Okay. Um, she was creating this same kind of a space for her kids. Hey, you know, I'm here for you. You need, you need a boo-boo kissed. You want something good to eat. You want to talk to me about something. You want your clothes fixed, everything. I've got your back. Um, I'm here for you. You know, and the, that kitchen light represents that. And so, yeah, I learned that I create home wherever I go. And for my kids and for my family and for my friends, I have that kitchen light on for them all the time. I'm Jackie Gibbons with Regency Real Estate Brokers in Mission Viejo. Check out my website at JackieGibbons.com. You all have a wonderful rest of the day and thanks for spending a little time at home with me. Take care and talk soon.